Welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about uh, various types of online sex work and we're going to have a an experienced buyer of online uh, sex work services with us today on Talk Dirty to Me. Talk Dirty to Me. Okay, so with us today is Twin. He's gracious enough to grace us with his presence. Hi, Twin. Hello, hello. Good to be here. Long-time fan for the past episode, and here I am. Excellent. So, Twin is a experienced buyer in um, online sex work services. So, uh, tell everyone a little about yourself, how long you've been purchasing erotic content and services from online sellers. Uh, well, let's see how long. I think right about... Uh, Four years ago, where I first find uh, that these things exist are uh, is a uh, Reddit, um, as we find all our other contents. You know, <laughs> of course. Thank you, Reddit gods. I know Reddit is like the, the it's like where well the front page of the internet basically. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, for some crazy reason, it ended on my front front page. It was like a tab for a r slash sex sales and i was curious i clicked in there and uh and i've uh, been stuck in there ever since for the past four years awesome yeah, that's where i advertise so <laughs> thank you reddit i feel like reddit should, reddit get, God's yeah, there. Reddit should get paid for all these things like they should get shout out to reddit <laughs> reddit sponsorship <laughs> uh, yeah yeah <laughs> okay so what was your very first experience by online seller uh, I think if I was not mistaken, it was, uh, as I mentioned earlier, as one of the r slash sex sales. Um, I think it was a kick session. Um, I was very nervous and I was, <laughs> I have no idea what I was getting myself into. And then, uh, but well, I started messaging the uh, person that was selling the session and she was really, really nice about it. We started talking about, uh, she, she calmed me down about, you know, I know you're nervous. Walk me through all the stuff that I would be expecting. Let me know how much it was. And uh, it was great. And I continued her service for almost a whole year. That's awesome. And so you buy from like different sellers, like over the last little while, right? Like different uh, types of services, different uh, uh, sites and stuff like that. Now that you're a little bit more introduced into the industry and you go to probably different places other than Reddit for the services. Uh, yes, I have. Um, let's see. Uh, I went through Instagram, surprisingly, this is also a wealth of all these different online mature contents. Uh, other than that, uh, I also have tried uh, phone sex before, and that was also surprisingly, surprisingly really well. I was using that for a whole two years, and oh, wow. yeah, I made, I like to say I made a friend with the person I was uh, talking to. We you know what? That ha that happens to me too. I've I've become sort of friends with a lot a lot of clients, like you you start to you know if they continue to buy from me and you start talking and yeah I, I i have a lot of fans and clients that i i still just chat with sometimes it happens <laughs> yeah funny thing is with us like it was we were friend first before i start purchasing stuff from you mm -hmm. 
Right, and now... Yeah, yeah, exactly, because <laughs> we met on Reddit. We met, uh, what was it, our casual conversation. Yep, that's right. Again, the great Reddit god had has aligned everybody together as fate. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> and Yeah, because I think you were the first person I ever sold anything to. Right, uh, I think I was yeah. but encouraging to the behavior, but hey, uh, I, I'm glad that I have a hand in starting yeah because you didn't even like it right <laughs> i remember i remember the first thing i ever sold was to you was um a foot fetish video oh and you were just like eh, i'm not in defeat but i want to support you and i'm like oh thank you right right i i support <laughs> all my friends uh financial endeavors and uh, help wherever i can and look what it turned into. <laughs> so, uh, see, thank you. I love you. Yeah, thank so, you. So, okay. So, um, now, have you ever had any bad experiences? Like, have you ever been scammed or anything like that? Um, surprisingly, never online. No. Um, never online. <laughs> well, in person, I have tried going to well, um, clubs and all that. Uh, now that I have, I have been scammed because when you're down a couple alcohol and, uh, you become very <laughs> persuasive and you start giving away <laughs> money without receiving the stuff that you were promised to, uh, or everything legal and consent, of course. But, um, uh, I mean, Hey, the way I see it, I just spend a lot of money on some expensive drinks and, uh, learn a lesson. <laughs> so what was this? What kind of club is this? Uh, it, it was a strip club. Oh, okay. So, so basically, you had a few drinks and started showering some strippers with money. And probably <laughs> and have done kinda... that before. Have done oh, that okay. before. But I mean, there are bad <laughs> experiences. There are good experiences with those things too. In fact, uh, one of my exes, uh, I I met in the club, and we were going on for a good uh, two years. Was she an erotic dancer? Yes, she was. See, that is so fucking awesome. See, that's how you meet people. I mean, let's face it. I dated a guy, somewhat dated a guy in Florida who I met through doing this. He bought some of my content. He really supported my content. I don't know if you remember Object. Um, yes. But yeah, you, you meet people. I mean, most people meet people through work. And really, erotic, the erotic industry shouldn't be that different. Yeah, when you turn right? each other on, you know, why not? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so it's so great. Four years of fairly extensive buying, and you've never been scammed. And I feel like that is a really great um, comfort to a lot of people because, like, even me personally, I get a lot of people coming to me, and they are so, they're not only nervous about just, you know, performing or buying a service in general but they're nervous about giving someone money right, right. over when the giving, internet that was one of my biggest fear was that yeah i mean what's to say once you <laughs> give them money and they never come back you know well well exactly and and i've learned over my time doing this now that y you can't people pe guys always try to guilt you with that fear i've been scammed before can you give me you know at least um uh, a tester or something you know yeah, that so i know work. that you can do it and it's like you know what i understand your fear and maybe it's not 
the right kind of services for you to be getting if you're afraid of that. And I understand, but I'm not giving away anything for free because it's, it's, it's no different. You could send me money and I could fuck off and not give you your service, but I could give you free play and then you fuck off and not give me my money. So, right, you know, it goes you, both ways. It's like any business transaction. Exactly. You need a trust to go on. Exactly. And and the thing is, that's why we have uh, our sex sells. I'm totally going to promote them. It's true. They have uh, verified sellers. They have pictures of us. They have our usernames. Um, some subreddits and some, um, you know, a lot of different sites, many vids, all the kind of stuff. They have your photo ID. They know who you are. If you scam someone, they're not going to stand for it. And same with our sex sells. They verify sellers. They even have... Um, what do you call it? They have verified sellers and then they have trusted sellers. Right, so, they've got like uh, histories and all that stuff. Exactly. They have the trusted seller flair or status where like clients are actually sending in um, proof of a service rendered and paid for so that they can give uh, a, um, a seller the trusted seller status so that you know that we've been doing this properly for a while and and that's really the way to do it you don't just find like like i personally i don't think you just go on instagram find someone who you think is cute and go oh uh can i give you money for some pictures you know it it is an industry and you need to kind of do it in a proper way and we have like on our sex sales there's i have like even just me i have like 23 reviews so you can see that I'm trustworthy, you know, and, and if that's not good enough for someone that they're not comfortable paying beforehand, then it's it's kind of like, I'm sorry, then, then you're not getting a service. Right. So you know, we, we part ways as friends. <laughs> uh, we're not going to force you to buy anything. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so how do you feel in general about people in this industry? Uh, there's a lot of misinformation there's a lot of stigma behind sex workers even even just online i've been asked if i am desperate for money or if i'm doing how how i must be desperate that i'm doing this for money i must be on a hard times or or people asking me if uh i was abused by my father growing up kind of thing so like because people have yeah they have some pretty absurd um, assumptions. So what do you feel or think in general about people in this kind of service industry? Do you assume that, do you ever assume anything about them or that they must um, be kind of desperate for money or, or anything like that? Or do you just basically see them as any other normal person doing any normal job? I mean, to be honest, uh, okay, f- uh, to be to be dead on it, the very <laughs> first time when it got into all this, I, I did ha- have my own assumption too. Um, you, you get into that idea where you, uh, where you get close to someone, you start to feel sorry for them. But in the end, like I was saying, the first person I ever bought content from, you know, I was like, you know, you don't have to do this. She said, yes, I know. I know I don't have to, but this is what I like to do. And, uh, you know, it's a good way to make yeah. money on the side. It's, I'm not being forced or anything. And uh, after that, I start to see um, content sellers as, well, pretty much just like everybody else is basically just like me trying to make a buck or trying to do something. Um, everybody have their own stories. Everybody have their own reasons. I mean, although I said I've never been scammed, but I have met a couple of dicks or dickless. I don't know how you put it. But 
yeah. <laughs> bitches. <laughs> I, I have met um, uh, personality, just not quite their people, but I met some good people too. It's just like every day. Uh, it's just like our regular world out there. There are nice people. There are bad people. Um, mm-hmm. It's you can't generalize everybody into the same type, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I really appreciate that honesty that at the beginning you kind of ha- had your own little assumptions yeah, because that because to be fair, exactly that's what society tells us. Society tells us that this kind of work is somehow immoral or that you're degrading yourself like like even like perfectly never mind uh you know prostitution how it's illegal in some places and in a lot of places but even perfectly legal services like these online services or or uh, erotic dancing that kind of stuff you're you're told that you're degrading yourself somehow and it's like it's no different than any other job you're I mean, think about a physic, another physically demanding job, construction work or something. You are providing physical labor that could potentially, you know, be harmful to your body right. to make money. And, and it's really no different. Yeah, yeah. It's a and skill set. life out there and everybody have their own story to tell. Some exactly. And, and I'm sure... And, and I've, I've been contacted by pe- by girls before going, uh, I've fallen on hard times and I want to try to make some extra cash to stay above water doing this. And I said, I'm really sorry that you are going through that, but I don't see this industry in the same way. I can't help you try to make money when you're like doing this kind of thing when you're only doing it because you're desperate and you don't want to. I take so much pride in what I do and everyone I know everyone thinks not everyone obviously. A lot of people think and will come out straight and say, "Oh, I wish I could, you know, uh flash my tits or something and and men will pay me." And it's kind of like, "Well, first of all, I don't do nudity, so I don't even flash my tits." And second of all, the fact that they think it's easy or no. that, um, you know, it, it's so wrong. I mean, I spend hours just keeping up my online presence and I don't get paid for that. Like I, I work basically from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed and I take maybe one day off a month because like keeping up your online presence in this kind of thing is really important. I post a lot of free content. It's a lot of work and a lot of that work I'm not even being paid for. So it's not easy but I'm also not doing it. I'm not doing something desperate to try to keep my head above water. I love it. And I'm pr- honestly proud of it, especially my writing and my voice work and all that stuff. Which like I'm all fan, by it, the way. If, if, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, see, I absolutely love it. And, and I couldn't, I, I just can't like find a way in my head to help someone get into this kind of work when they think, when they're looking down on it the whole time. So like, I just, I can't help those people that come to me and go, Oh, I want to make a couple extra bucks because I'm having trouble. And it's, and, uh, and, and I'm just having a hard time because I feel so bad about myself. And I'm like, well, you know what, then I can't help you because I'm not going to help you continue this stigma that what we're doing is wrong. Right. And not to mention, I can't help you, do this when you obviously don't want to be doing it. I'm passionate about it. And that's the only way I know how to keep doing this job because I love it. So I can't give you any tips or pointers 
because you're hating every second of it, you know? Right. See, funny thing is, I work in a retail environment. I'm actually a manager for um, <clears throat> two, four, six, eight, 12, 13 uh, employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can tell that some of my employees are also in this retail environment. Some people actually love it. They love uh, making their own schedule. They love working on commission. They like being their own mm-hmm. boss. And I have mm-hmm. employees over here who are just working. Okay. There are people yeah. who treat their job as a career, <laughs> and there's people who treating their job as a job, and you can see the performance difference right over there. I mean, when people yeah, exactly, what they do, it, it it makes a difference over there. And I hate to say, I'm actually not one of those people who love what they do. I'm just good <laughs> at it. Um, I'm good enough to climb to where I am, but uh, here I am. And uh, again, like yeah. I said sex work not sex work retail it's all form of life it's all a form of making uh making a relationship with your clients and uh you can be good at it you cannot be good at it you can love you can hate it but it is yeah and that's up to you but and yeah and it's like imagine if you or one of those other people that you know it's just like this is a job this is what i i come to work so that i can make money so that i can live and do things that i actually enjoy and and that's all it is and that's fine i think uh, too many people are like which is funny to say because i am passionate about my work but i think too many people are focused so much on trying to um, do something that they love because sometimes you just can't not everyone can be completely in love with what they do and and their career is their life Some, sometimes it's perfectly fine to work so that you can live your best life outside of work and that's fine but those are the people like you if you went to your boss and said okay uh, I want to improve I want to get better at this I want to um, move up He's probably going to say, you know what, I can sense that it's all fake. It's all just, you know, you're not passionate about it. You don't really want to, um, you know, make this your life. But it's, but that's that's kind of what people are saying. It's the same thing. It's like when someone comes to me and goes, I want to do this. Will you help me? But by the way, I hate it and think it's immoral <laughs> and I'm only doing it because I'm desperate. It's, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, you're not going to find a mentor or someone to help you improve in your career if you look at it that way. Right. You know what I mean? All right, it's time for the joke of the day, and I legit snorted and laughed when I first read this, so I really like this one. All right, are you ready, twin? Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm excited. Well, good to be here. Let's do it. What do you call the useless piece of skin on a dick? Foreskin? The man. (laughs) That's true. I feel personally offended, but you should. I, I, I'm, I'm personally attacking you as a man. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's the joke of the day. Okay, so moving on. Uh, so you purchase a lot of different types of content. I know for me, you get a lot of uh, role play sessions. Uh, you've gotten a lot of erotica, you've gotten a lot of audios, and I know you've uh, worked with cam girls. So um, what is your favorite type? Do you have a favorite type of content or service? Or do you really like to mix it up and get a lot of different things to be varied? 
Um, huh, good question. Um, I guess for me, it's I don't have a favorite type of content, just probably more of a favorite type of content maker, I say. Okay. Right. When you, uh, it's probably not for everybody, <laughs> but for me, once you form a bond with somebody, for example, you and I, um, when you really like a person, like other things they make can bring like a little extra to it, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. Right, right, right. Uh, for example, I used to do kick sessions a lot, uh, RP sessions and stuff like that. However, one of my big thing, which I normally don't buy from people, are eroticas, written stuff. And mm-hmm. I actually love it too, by the way. I read a lot on my own time. But mm-hmm. paying for it, made it for my own. That was, that was pretty awesome. Just want to say I'm a big fan of your work. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so far I I like everything that you made for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and even with the audio content, again, hearing your voice speaking next to me, uh, that is wow, a huge turn on. So, what is there not to like? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You mentioned about the feet thing before. I mean, uh, it's not. <laughs> But uh, I like everything else, though. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I've had people say that before where they're, um, they've been like, oh, you know, I, I'm not usually into, like, written erotica. I'm more of a visual person. But, you know, I've really liked some of your stories. And it's like, it, it's nice when you can find different um, medias, me- medias, mediums, <laughs> and, and ki- kind of dis- discover something new. Right. I mean, imagine somebody writing, I mean, written, okay, written eroticas. Imagine somebody writing a love letter to you, especially for you, and is erotic. I mean, come on. Who's not going to like that? Yeah, that's true. And, and, and that's another thing I want to ask you. Like, so many people, uh, what I hear a lot is, and, and I don't necessarily disagree with them, uh, for them, is what a lot of people say is, um, there's a limitless amount of free porn on the internet, why would I buy something? And really, the answer is you don't have to. But like you said, something is made specially for you. Why do you, when I have a vibrator here, why would I want a man? Because it's a person who's paying attention to you, who's offering you something just for you, and it's special. It's that closeness that you just can't, yeah, it's a turn on when some when you know someone's thinking of you in this sexual way and offering you something that they're not offering to just anyone. I'm not, you know, a lot of people buy my pre-maids, but um and that's why a lot of people get audios or videos or uh that kind of thing with um with their name included because you like that and I like that too. If I'm sexting with someone like in my personal life or or hell even in some sessions and stuff or if I'm in bed with someone, I I want I ask them to say my name because it's it's awesome. Who doesn't want that? Right. And you know, with uh I want to say most people, but if you're not one of them then awesome, good for you. Most people's life is hard enough. You know, you go through work every day and you coming home uh for some people nobody's home waiting there for you and and this the content from you it's a very very it's very cathartic 
It's and it's personal, right? And uh, which a lot of people want. Yeah, sometimes people just need that, and sometimes people can't afford it. I mean, and I totally understand too. Uh, a free, yeah, of course, this um, internet exists, uh, but once in a while, when you get to uh, get something personally made for you, uh, again, it's it's really nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, I wanted to ask you, what do you feel is the difference kind of between, uh, sex work online and sex work in real life? So, like, between online services, camming, uh, all the stuff that I kind of offer and that you've gotten from, uh, other online sex workers, what do you feel is the, is a big difference between that and more, in real life stuff uh let's say prostitution but but for for the sake of argument let's say legal prostitution if you're in a country where it's legalized so uh legal real life sex work like legalized prostitution or say a real life doms that kind of thing well i want to say or strippers (laughs) yeah i'm used to calling dancers now but yeah let's say when you i guess the the biggest difference is the real life connection you get and also all the benefit and all the troubles too. Um, me and my ex went through two beautiful <laughs> agonizing years um, through her personal issues, my personal issues. Um, and when you get into that, I, I mean, it's not saying all your real life uh, sexual content, does that sound right to you? It's real life sexual sexual contact, kind of. Yeah. Uh, well, mm-hmm. you like it or not, sometimes their personal life comes to you, and um, I'm not. I, I already have enough issues in my life for me to include more. Um, mm-hmm. And staying online gives you a sort of protection. You say. Um, it's like a separation it doesn't feel real like you think more um, partners would probably be okay with someone doing things like I do where it's all online it's behind a screen it's separated than they would with their partner being say um, a real life dom or a dancer or something right right I mean yeah so yeah there's no actual physical contact I mean uh, again we're keeping everything online everything separated there, there is I hate to say there's still something between me and you. Yeah. So that's probably the biggest difference I see. Um, no matter how much I want to, you know, we'll never, you know, touch each other. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's basically just, it is the kind of digital separation makes it less complicated for partners kind of right, for, right, right. and for general, like, um, providing the service as well you you can it's like and it's like doing anything online it's the reason trolls exist it's easy to sit behind a computer and say things or do things that you normally wouldn't so yeah it gives that degree of separation that just makes you feel a little bit more comfortable right and uh i mean and when you're online you don't have to face a real face-to-face uh well let's say let's go back to strip club i mean there's no pushy dancers trying to make (laughs) dances you can't always walk. It's easier to walk away online than in person because, again, yeah, alcohol down. I mean, it's really hard to say no, and you start <laughs> yeah. a lot faster and a lot quicker too. Yeah, so you just feel a little bit more comfortable. You feel like it's more of a 
a safe space to kind of browse and you don't feel pressured when you're online looking for someone to buy from. Right, right. I feel like, yeah, I get to approach whoever I want to easier and faster and more sanitized. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so have you, having gone to strip clubs and stuff or having talked to a lot of um, uh service providers online stuff have you ever witnessed or heard of any like real horror stories of a client or fan or something kind of going too far oh yeah yeah definitely um let's see okay let's talk about real life real quick um okay i uh with my ex i actually uh, once you become a um uh, romantically involved with a dancer you actually spend more time at the workplace and uh all dancer becomes your friend <laughs> Let, uh, yeah buyer <laughs> kind of relationship um you get to hear some crazy stories and uh i mean more of the tamer ones is like basically stalkers they stay outside of their workplace wouldn't leave yeah and- wait for them yeah because if you go in there the bouncer's gonna bounce you out uh so sometimes i had to go through a back door i drive them home sometimes uh, mm-hmm. that's like tamer one if you go a little bit man that doesn't sound tame to me <laughs> that sounds fucking scary yeah. <laughs> i mean that is a tamer one and it can go even deeper to this guy actually starts stalking this girl on the facebook other social media and intermittently found out where she lives that yeah that goes a little bit deeper or um when you get into romantic relationship with these dancers it does happen uh not often but it does happen and you take them to their homes and now they know where you live and where you work and if that relationship Mm -hmm. up and not in a good way that can again be a whole lot of real life annoyance yeah, absolutely. It's there. There's always an element of uh, risk when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah, and the online horror story I hear mostly are uh, are a lot tamer. Again, no, because you don't have you don't have the physical access to them. Uh, I hear rumors about how a client find where they live, but that's just rumor. I didn't have actually talked to somebody that been through that before. Um, but mm-hmm. the most I got is people um, asking for free content. That's the most I heard. Yeah. Like repeatedly, and then when they don't <laughs> start, they start saying something nasty to the content sellers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Online abuse, it's, it's a pretty common occurrence at this point. It's, you just kind of have to deal with it. Right. But yeah really nasty uncalled for too oh yeah i mean the worst i got was before i even started doing this i was just um streaming on twitch i was playing a hearthstone on twitch and that was actually the worst threat i ever got was a guy told me he was going to find me uh skin me alive and then use my skin as a condom to rape me to death jesus yeah they're just people out there who just and that that was before I even got into any kind of sex work. I was just streaming on Twitch. That to be fair, that's just life as a woman on the internet. Yeah, that that's, that's what you're that's, gonna that's get. Unfortunate that uh, you know people have to go through this online, and there are, it's very unfortunate there are people like that out there. Uh, oh, absolutely. The internet just brings out the worst of people, I guess. It's true. But 
we can all look forward to more clients like you and I have met some great people not just you but so there's so many people I mean I have dozens of people in just in my discord server alone that are just so nice so polite these guys are just they're normal sweet guys and that's why I wanted to do an episode like this was to introduce someone like you a perfect example you're just a nice normal guy there's, you know, you're getting a service like any other. If somebody might really like cupcakes, you can go and make your own cupcakes if you want to. But maybe you like this place that makes cupcakes and you go buy it. Sure, maybe you could jerk off to free porn or you could write your own erotica or do whatever. But you you like, you know, how it's made by other people. And there's nothing wrong with that. I get a, a lot of people ask me things like, oh, you must come across so many creeps or, oh, these perverts that buy from you. And I'm like, you know what? Don't ever talk about my clients like that. There are creeps everywhere. I've dated creeps. I've met creeps in a fucking coffee shop. Some of the nicest guys I've ever met was doing this. <laughs> and And it's just, I just hate when people put i hate when people have um assumptions make uh, yeah make assumptions not only about people like me who do what i do but also people like you who like the buyers every everyone always has their assumptions about everyone in this kind of industry whether it's the buyer or the seller and just none of it's true people open your mind <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me in this episode. And I'm really looking forward actually to having you uh, join us again in the prostitution episode where we will also be um, introducing Sebastian from Ohio will be joining us. So I'm really excited to go talk about that next time. Right, right. Watch three people try to solve legalizing prostitution on a podcast. That, that would be awesome. Yeah, we're definitely not going to just start screaming at each other. Not, not a chance. All right, thank you so much, Twin, and I will see you again soon. Have an awesome day. Thank you. All right, bye. All right, so to end the episode, we are going to talk a little bit about the different types of online sex work that there are. Obviously, we can't go through every single one. There's... <laughs> just like there's limitless amounts of fetishes out there you can't really get into all of them there's there's so many things that you can do online and we're going to talk a little bit about the common ones that everyone's would probably know about and then some of the uh less well-known forms so uh there's obviously camming uh there are many great campsites out there reputable and safe for everybody uh i use many vids f to sell videos there are a lot of actual uh, live cam sites out there as well I don't personally do live camming but there are so many out there you just have to do some research on what is uh, what are some credible sites not only as a buyer but as a seller um, <clears throat> there's obviously uh, if you don't want to go the route of camming there's also kind of the one tier down from that is uh, a role player sexing session, what we call a kick session. So kick, K-I-K, is uh, an app that you can get on your phone or iPad or whatever uh, to use for chatting, basically. You can send short videos, you can send pictures, and um, the great thing about that I find about kick is that they actually, it shows up below the picture or video that you send or are, are sent, 
and tells you if it is live. So if they're taking that picture, that video or picture just for you right then during the conversation. So you don't have to worry about, um, sellers sending you pre-mades when you're specifically asking for, uh, live content. Um, there's also, you know, you can buy custom videos you can buy custom picture sets. You can, uh, one, a couple that a lot of people don't think of a lot, uh, a couple of services, or for that matter, products, <laughs> are audio recordings, first of all. <clears throat> I do personally custom erotic audios, uh, and how you charge them can be very different for everyone. I charge per minute. So a custom audio is $5 per minute or $50 per 15 minutes. And a lot of people are very auditory when it comes to uh, porn. Not so much with the visuals, but it's more what they're hearing. So audios can be not only a cheaper alternative, but just more convenient for them. <clears throat> Another one is uh, erotica, actually. A lot of people, like, it's it's funny because I've actually heard a lot of people go, oh, who wants, you know, to pay someone for a story? And it's like, a lot of people do. A lot of people legitimately like their pornographic material in the written form. It, it, uh, uh, most people think it's uh, a female thing that women like to read their porn. But, I mean... I I have had maybe one client that was a woman and then dozens upon dozens of men who are ordering custom erotica. Um, the great thing about erotica is you can have whatever you want. You don't have to worry about, you know, getting some kind of custom video where they have to use crazy costumes or props or prosthetics or something. If you if you have a really specific a fetish, maybe a sci-fi fetish or a fantasy fetish, something like that, or or even something completely unrealistic that you just couldn't you couldn't even make into a video or or even an audio for that matter. You can literally have any story you want. It's it's the only limit is the buyer and the writer's imagination. So that is so great. I get lots of custom erotica orders in and I've some of them are fairly vanilla, but others can you can be really creative with it and it's really fun. So uh yeah, that's great. Another form of online sex work actually um is purchasing physical items. I personally sell uh worn panties, worn socks. Some people buy other kinds of items, um, sex toy, used sex toys, uh, you know, stockings, different articles of clothing, that kind of thing. And uh, some people even buy, uh, you know, used tissues, used tampons, stuff like that. It's, it's all, you know, consenting and basically safe as long as you're, you know, not doing something obviously unsafe with the items. But yeah, you can, order these kind of things online. There's a lot of places on Reddit where you can buy used panties, used socks. Um, and it, you basically, I, how I do it a lot. Some people ask to meet up and trade these items. I personally don't recommend that. I don't think meeting in person is the safest way to do something like that. When you, uh, you, you can use sites 
that assist in selling used clothing items and also um, basically I just advertise on Reddit on Discord and you can mail the item and again there with any online service there is a level of okay as a buyer am I sending someone money and then I'm never going to get what I paid for but you know that that's why you go to these reputable sites or reputable subreddits and you base your purchase on reviews of that seller on the whether or not you're on a site that guarantees that this seller is honest and that they're you know they the site itself has a guarantee because they have verified this seller and our sex sells and different um subreddits that do this kind of thing they verify their sellers and there are reviews that you can read so i suggest choosing your seller carefully and and the great thing is once you do that once you find someone you like you can always stick with the seller and you can always trust each other you know so that's what I suggest uh, is when choosing an online sex worker do your research don't just send money to the first cute girl you find online <laughs> do your research on not only the seller themselves but the site that you're using to find a seller and find someone you like and then stick with them because you can build a really great uh, business relationship with someone and continue to buy and you don't have to worry about being nervous about um, losing your money about being scammed or, or about maybe even just not getting the service that you had paid for, uh, not being satisfied with it, because you've worked together before and you can have an honest relationship about that. So that's basically my advice on uh, for buyers looking for an online sex worker to work with. And as for um, sellers out there, again, it's basically the same advice. Choose sites and ways of advertising that are reputable and that you know are gonna do with you know they're not taking fifty percent of your cut kind of thing for just for being there and not doing anything. You want them to protect you in both financially and and, and guaranteeing a certain level of customer service as well. So thanks for listening, guys. We're going to end this episode here. And next week, we are going to be talking to Twin again with um, a new member joining us, uh, Sebastian. And we're going to be talking about legalizing prostitution. So we will see you guys next time on Talk Dirty to Me. Talk Dirty to Me. Don't forget, you can find me on Discord. I have my own Discord server. Tons of free content, uh, sales, exclusive Discord sales at uh, Scarlet's Feet and Fantasies. That's Scarlet with one T. Scarlet's Feet and Fantasies on Discord. You can also find me on Reddit at Scarlet Panty Princess. Again, Scarlet with one T. Scarlet Panty Princess on Reddit. And... Don't forget to send in your comments. Anchor is so great. You can send in a little voice message uh, telling us, you know, your experiences, asking questions or advice or comments on an episode or a segment, giving suggestions. Feel free 
Do not hesitate to let us know what you think or to ask some questions that we could answer and feature your voice message on the podcast. I would absolutely love to hear from you guys. Do not be shy. So visit me on Discord or Reddit and you can find my Patreon if you want to support the podcast. That's on Patreon. That's Scarlet's Fantasies. Scarlet with one T. Scarlet's Fantasies. And I hope to see you guys soon next episode.